Welcome to the inaugural session of the Givology Impact Series podcast, in which we share the stories, advice, and inspirations of social entrepreneurs and changemakers around the world in education. I am Joyce Meng, your host. Today we are joined by Neil Doshi and Sagar Patel, the founders of the Givology Chicago chapter. Neil and Sagar have mobilized their local community to put together fundraising and awareness building events to support grassroots education projects in India. The chapter's 24 members started February 2015 and has raised 19,000 since then, making them one of Givology's most successful chapters. So tell me a little bit about yourselves. How did you both end up in Chicago? Sure. So, uh, this is Neil. Um, so I was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I, uh, went to Indiana University. Saga and I actually both went to Indiana University and we're both pretty involved with the South Asian philanthropic community. So after college, I actually moved to Fort Lauderdale for a year to work for a startup airline. And then after a year, I moved up to Chicago to work for United Airlines, which is where I am right now. Um, Saga moved recently and we both decided that we want to get involved again because we were heavily involved in undergrad. Um, so that's why we kind of thought of, of the idea of putting together Givage Chicago. Yeah, and uh, same, kind of same story as Neil. I'm, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, um, went to Indiana with Neil, met him there, and then I was out in New York for two years doing investment banking, um, then came back here for a year to do private equity, and uh, just pretty recently left for a startup, and kind of same same thing that Neil relayed. We really saw a need for some organization or some philanthropic organization, and so we uh, kind of got in touch with Givology and, you know, really liked what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really fantastic. What was your inspiration behind starting Givology Chapter? How did you get started? Um, so our inspiration really was I recently took a trip to India, and I saw, you know, the education crisis firsthand after I visited a rural school in um, Gujarat, India. Uh, so once I got back to the U.S., uh, Sagar and I both talked about what kind of impact we want to make, and I really voiced my opinion on, on focusing on education in India because I saw it firsthand. So uh, that's how we kind of fell upon that. We, we found Gibology, and we saw that this Gibology was a perfect um, avenue to kind of get our message across. And, and we've also, like, just to add to kind of what with with what Neil said is we've we've heard stories from our parents, our parents all both being born there and then coming over to the States and now Neil and I have both had the privilege to grow up in the United States and be born here and just brought up through a very structured education system that some of the stories our parents tell us, it's, it's just very eye-opening to see kind of the standards they went through, what it's like now, and, and so we really wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And lastly, you know, Saga and I have, very, have a very strong South Asian network, so we thought that there was a big disconnect with the second generation South Asians and with, you know, our home country's crisis. So we want to bridge that disconnection by finding something where uh, second generations around the Chicagoland area can do something to make an impact for, you know, our home country. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned tapping into your network. How did you get started, um, and how did you recruit and come up with these event ideas? Yeah, so um, so we have a pretty big board, and uh, it's, it's definitely done well the first year. Um, you know, we've we've raised nineteen thousand, but I think the the reason we've done that is just through Neil and I's personal network. So 
we were pretty um, involved in college in a lot of different um, South Asian organizations and part of different cultural dance teams. And so, you know, we met people at different competitions, at events on campus at Indiana, and kind of stayed in touch with those people. Um, and then also when Neil was in Florida, I met a lot of people. I met a good amount of people in New York. And so we really tapped into all those networks and tried to push promotion to um, be involved with Giveology. There were a lot of people looking to do something outside of uh, just working in their professional life. And so that's kind of the selling point of what we uh, went towards when we talked to people in our network. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, we've seen some exciting photos from your events. What are some of your favorite stories from this year with the Givology Chicago chapter? Um, I'd say I'd say the biggest thing that you know made us happy and shows the impact that we're making that you know we were both surprised about is just the turnout to our event. Our first event, which was just to kind of get to know Givology Happy Hour, um, was very. All word-of-mouth promotions, not too much promotional um, flyers and things around the city, and so it was all word-of-mouth. We had over 180 people uh, show up to a bar um, in Chicago, and so, you know, just events like those where we have huge turnouts, and it's kind of people doing stuff outside of just going out on the weekends and, you know, doing activities that are helping a cause, but at the same time having fun. Um, we had a dodgeball tournament here in the city where, we had um, 10 teams come from across the city to compete for cash prize, but then also some of the money went to um, our cause. And so we've had a lot of cool uh, events like that throughout the year, and we're going to continue to kind of do that because it's been, um, you know, positive towards our, our audience. And and also the feedback that we've gotten, um, especially after that first happy hour event that we had, we had a lot of feedback saying that they were, Shocked at the turnout, they're so happy they came. It was a networking opportunity as well. Um, so just you know, the positive feedback we've gotten from people outside of our board has really been you know something that has driven us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really inspirational. Um, creating a like a like a, a movement and um, a goodwill in, in in that community that extends uh, so broadly. So I guess, like, what advice do you have for someone running a chapter? What are some of the lessons that you've learned that you think would be helpful for others trying to put on events and um, raise awareness and fundraising? I would say, like you know, I, the one thing that we've learned the most is just like the whole leadership aspect to running the the chapter. Um, we've had, like, so I guess one of the things that we've really faced difficulty through is motivating people to, um, be a part of a cause. And, uh, you know, like, I guess people don't really see the why of what we're doing. Uh, it's really tough because our partner organization, Aid India, is not here in the States. And so it'd be really easy if you could support an inner city school or some inner city organization in Chicago because you could get people to come to an event or um, something that, that supports inner city schools and so they could really see the impact you're making. So I think the really tough thing that we found is to motivate people, show them the impact we're making. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's kind of been one of the biggest things and I think that's something we've learned and something that I think we want to implement in organizations going forward, in Gibology going forward. And kind of just going off that, it's, I, I think the biggest thing is trying to get people who are in, initially showed interest, how to get them truly engaged and 
you know, committed to the organization. And that is by, you know, explaining the purpose and impact of what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And just reiterating that and ingraining that in our board, uh, just ingraining, you know, the purpose of what we're trying to do. Why are we raising funds to support schools in India? Constantly reiterating the purpose of the organization, the purpose of the team, that's what really gets the motivation out of your team. That's one aspect of it. Another aspect that advice that we give is to really um, encourage your board to take or encourage individuals on your team to take risks and to take on leadership roles. Um, and that that's difficult at times. People are always hesitant to take on new challenges, um, especially if they haven't been involved in something like this in the past. So it's coaching them and you know, making them comfortable and gaining their trust and then having them gain their trust so that you can be a successful organization. Um, and, yeah, I think that would be some advice that we would, mm-hmm. we would give. Yeah, you, you both mentioned some really great points. And, you know, in Givology and in among a partner network, one thing we think about is that, you know, we're so comfortable in our daily lives, but, you know, oftentimes, like, we, we often forget about the struggles that, you know, millions of kids have around the world um, and, you know, where education is not free and where the public system is in shambles and there's very limited resources and a lot of pressure to work instead of go to school. And so, like, you know, especially since, like, for the typical young professional, uh, very successful like you guys have been, how, how do you actually increase that relevancy so that people actually, you get them to care about this cause and to think about how small actions can really contribute to, to making a difference like how do you actually instill that in your in your chapter network right so that I mean that was the biggest challenge we faced initially was um, you know getting people motivated and, and explaining the purpose and ingraining that and how we did that was by having more conversations with the schools um, having trying to get videos pictures Skype calls uh, conference calls just to make that connection between our chapter here, and then the schools we're supporting in India. So, Aid India has been, you know, great help in, in facilitating that, you know, helping us with um, setting up calls, sending us videos. Um, also, we did a, a book drive, or a um, school supply drive, where we found individuals in, in our area that were willing to uh, donate supplies that we shipped off. So, just trying to make that connection, trying to make it more tangible, um, try to make the impact more tangible. And that's, I think that has helped significantly um, through our process. Mm-hmm. That's great. Are you guys thinking about taking a trip to India or piggybacking on a on a family visit to visit them? Yes. Yes. So actually, Sagar and I just discussed this um, pretty recently. We're hoping to maybe make a trip next year, um, probably like in the March, April, May, June, like a, a mission trip. So I think it'd be really cool for the the board here to just see like what the schools are and kind of like the actual conditions that the students are in right now and it's just like it'll really motivate the board to get to the next level which is like you know either fundraising $40,000 or fundraising $30,000 and just I think it, if you're there and you kind of see the impact you're making, the difference you're making, and what your money's going towards, it's something that's huge. And so we really want to make a trip 
Um, it, but and and then on the other side though, it's it's kind of instead of spending money to to go to India, it, you know, you could also kind of play devil's advocate and say, why not take that money and give it to the students to you know better their conditions? So you know, we're kind of split, but it'd be something we'd love to do um, if, if family and things are going in the area. Yeah. No, I um I completely agree. That's something that we always think about at Giveology. We always tell our fellows, you better raise more impact than the cost of your plane ticket. Because, exactly, that money could be implemented for schools and students, but at the same time, you know, in, in going and experiencing, you can carry back so many stories and pictures and, and um, you know, materials to motivate everyone around you. So, yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a fantastic point. What are your plans for the future? What will Givology Chicago be up to? Yeah, so you know that's that's really that's a really good question because it's, it's something Neil and I have have been kind of working on now is you know the the reason the board is so big now is just it, we're semi in the startup phase. I know Givology's been around for some time, but Givology Chicago hasn't. So the whole first year we wanted to focus on just promotion, getting the name out there, and letting people know that Givology Chicago is in the city and what we're doing. And so now. Neil and I have been kind of talking, and, and now we're trying to pivot the organization to be more sustainable. And so I guess when you ask, look, what's Givology Chicago doing, we want to definitely be there next year, the year after, and for years to come. And so we're looking, and, you know, Neil and I have relentlessly been meeting with different organizations, whether it's Asian organizations or um, organizations that support schools in the city. And so we're now trying to ingrain ourselves in the community here in Chicago to make it sustainable, let people know that we're here to stay and that we're open to finding partnerships. We want to, you know, get another board next year that's not as big, like a smaller uh, focused group that, you know, is going to continue to to drive the mission. We hope to support more causes outside of Aid India, which is, is, Aid India has been amazing, but we'd love to kind of, you know, focus on women empowerment groups in India or just other kind of initiatives and causes. So I think that's where we're going to try to head. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you know, we kind of want to not only pivot our organization to make it more sustainable, but kind of changing our vision in terms of how do we want to promote our name here. Instead of having, you know, a number of smaller events, we want to have, you know, one or two big events in the year which harness most of our uh, donations for the year. So we're thinking about having more of a networking, professional-like event. We're trying to target a little older audience because we've captured people in the mid-20s, but we want to start capturing individuals in the 30s and 40s. So mm-hmm. by having more professional events and more networking opportunities, um, I think that's how we're going to try pivoting the organization. Great. Yeah, no, thank you so much for joining us and um, you know, really appreciate all the, the work and ideas and inspiration that you guys have done. Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. Givology has been a great platform and, you know, we're happy that we can kind of extend its reach and, you know, continue to make an impact uh, from here in Chicago. Great. And if anyone from, anyone from Chicago that's listening, you know, if you want to get involved, we we have our website, GivologyChicago.org. Um, you can find all our contact information on there. Um, you can sign up for our listserv just so you get information on events and kind of what we've been doing. So please don't hesitate to reach out if you are in the area. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Great. Thanks, Joy. Thank you, Joy.
Thanks for joining us today for the Giveology Impact Series. Giveology is a 100% volunteer-run online giving marketplace for education, which connects donors to grassroots projects and student scholarships around the world. To learn more and support our work, please visit giveology.org.